Welcome to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to It's Your Community. I'm Vanessa Denha Garmo here of Epiphany Communications and Coaching. I'm a communications strategist, content creator, life and leadership coach, and I'm so excited about our next guest because I've had an opportunity to work with this organization for many years, and I'll be uh, working with them uh, even more with a new kind of division of their organization, Women in the Business uh, World. So Kristen... Kristen Olmedo joined United Community Family Services, Chaldean American Ladies of Charity, as its new president and CEO in June 2021. Kristen is responsible for the oversight and strategic direction of UCF, UCFS and Calc Services to more than 10,000 people annually in Metro Detroit. Kristen has dedicated her career to the care of others. She's a vastly experienced nonprofit executive who brings a lifelong passion and commitment to those less fortunate in our community. Prior to joining the United Community Family Services, Kelly and American Ladies of Charity, Kristen was the director, director of development of Grace Centers of Hope in Pontiac, Michigan, where she advanced through several positions, including director of financial and business operations of Grace Centers of Hope. Kristen is a powerful force in the workplace and uses her positive attitude and tireless energy to encourage others to work hard and succeed. She's a resident of Michigan. She earned her bachelor's degree in accounting from Oakland University. In her free time, she loves to travel with her husband, watch soccer, and spend time with her nephew and niece. Kristen, did you play soccer? I did, Vanessa. Okay, I did too for many years from like kindergarten to eighth grade. I love soccer. I do too. It's yeah. one of the things that my husband and I love to travel to go watch is the U.S. team uh, playing soccer in all the different venues. That's awesome. So today we're talking about Beats and Eats, an event coming up uh, with the Caldean Cultural Center. So what can you tell us about this event? Well, Vanessa, we are so excited for this event. It will be the first annual event of Beats Chaldean Beats and Eats. It's taking place Thursday, April 28th at 6 p.m. at Shenandoah Country Club in West Bloomfield. And as you just mentioned, we are hosting it with the Chaldean Cultural Center. And we are so, so, so excited. It will feature amazing culinary experiences from the best recipes from our Mama Siba cookbook, which we launched 10 years ago. And the cookbook primarily is all home chefs right in our area who submitted their recipes. They were tested out and they are shared in our cookbook. Yeah, the recipes. So the cookbook was so much fun put together. I I, I don't I didn't really do the testing like Sally Nager did that and, and Jane Shalal and a group of other really good cooks in our community. But I had the opportunity of helping put the book together, Kristen, uh, in terms of publishing, editing and putting this, uh, the um, article, uh, the, all the recipes together. It was so much fun. So um, this, so you're going to take how many recipes out of the book? Do you guys know? We are hoping for 50 recipes out of the book. And so when you attend the event, you'll be given a sample of each of those recipes made by the chef in the book. Yeah. So, um, and how many people do you expect to attend or could, are, are able to attend? I know there's going to be a capacity. There is, there's a capacity of 500 attendees at this event. So if people listening who want to find out more about the event, where do they go? What do they do? 
they can go right to the events page of our website, www.ucfamilyservices.org. So for the Mabasima cookbook, how could they get that as well if they want to just purchase the cookbook? We have two areas where you can purchase our cookbook right on Amazon. You just type in Mamasima cookbook and it will pop right up. Or you can also go to our website to purchase it. Yeah. So the cookbook, um, I know it was, it was before your time, Kristen. So it features all the different kind of traditional Chaldean recipes. Um, and they were, te- they were actually kitchen tested three, four, five times because in, in the Chaldean culture, um, a lot of the, uh, women did not ha- write anything down. Like our grandmothers, great grandmothers, they just knew by um, experience, like, oh, you know, a handful of this or a pinch of that or a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Nothing was written down. So people like Sally Nager and others would actually go to people's kitchens and write down these recipes as they were making them. Oh, wow. So it's really a history book in addition to a cookbook. Yeah, it is a history book. And there's a lot of there's a lot, uh, a lot of the Kellyan history is in there. So you'll read a lot about their traditions and the culture and the actual recipes and and even the um, utensils and the kind of cookware that women used in the Middle East and Iraq where these recipes came from. So, and there there's traditional Middle Eastern recipes as you will see in the cookbook too, Kristen, from that you're familiar with, like you'll like, um, like kebab, you know, people know kebab for instance, or rice dishes, but then there's dishes that are very traditional to the Kellyan culture that you wouldn't see in a Middle Eastern restaurant. And, um, that are very traditional that you could try out. And it's a great, it's a great gift to give somebody. I, it's one of my favorite books and, and I didn't cook until I got married. So this has been a lifesaver for me. I'll be honest with you. With that book. <laughs> well, I've been fortunate that I've gotten to try a lot of the recipes in the cookbook from working here because we have a lot of great chefs right here in the office. So it's been wonderful. Yeah. Oh yeah. You have some really good chefs in that office. Some really yes, talented people in that we office. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so are the cookbooks going to be for sale at the event? Yes. The cookbooks will be for sale at the event. And what's neat about this event too, is that we're bringing in a special exhibit featuring the first written recipes in the world. And so that will be part of what is inside the Chaldean cultural center. Yeah, that is going to be awesome. I mean, the first recipes ever written in the world is incredible. Uh, you know, I didn't even know those existed. And I so the Kelly Cultural Center was instrumental, I believe, in bringing those in. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And if people haven't been, been to the Kelly Cultural Center, have you been there, Kristen, to check out the museum? I have not. No, I have not yet. Yeah, you'll love it. It's 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 a very small space, but they packed a lot of history in that small space. So it, I know from when I understand people will be able to take a tour as well that night and go see the museum. Yes, that is correct. Okay. So, um, tell me about sponsorships uh, uh, that are available for people listening or buying tickets. I know the tickets are limited too. So if people are interested in sponsoring the event, what does that entail? What levels do you have? And that kind of thing. We have levels beginning at 1500 all the way up to 10,000. And all of the sponsorships come with tickets to the event, and they also come with recognition at the event. Okay. And there's different levels? Yes, there are. Uh, There is the sergeant level, and that starts at $1,500. It includes recognition and three tickets to the event. Mm -hmm. It goes up from there to the Gilgamesh sponsorship level at $3,000. 
that includes five tickets to the event and recognition as well. Then we have a $5,000 sponsorship level, and that includes 10 tickets to the event in recognition. And then the premier $10,000 Hammurabi sponsorship level, and that includes 25 tickets to the event. That's awesome. So, and then you'll get exposure, whether it be your company, organization, people listening that want to want to connect with the Chaldean community. This is a good opportunity uh, to connect both with the Chaldean American Ladies of Charity and the Chaldean Cultural Center and network with these people. Network with absolutely, the and it's a great way also to honor or recognize a family member that you have that maybe you remember growing up and eating their food and having that great community sense around the table, it would be a great way to honor them with a sponsorship. Oh, that's a great idea. And, you know, this show, we were big proponents, Kristen, and uh, connecting, uh, communicating, collaborating with other organizations, the importance of that in the community. You guys do that very well. You're doing this, that at the event with the Kelly Cultural Center, and you've done that with other organizations. Can you speak to the importance of that? Yes. There is so much need in the community here in Metro Detroit, and no one organization can do it all. So it is important that we collaborate with other partners that maybe have more expertise than we do in certain areas. And so we find that's very important in the growth, not only of UC Family Services and Calc, but also as the community at large. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and you've done that for, you know, since the inception. So tell us a little bit. I know it's today, it's the United Community Family Services. It actually started out at the Kellyanne American Laser Charity. Do you have, can you share with us the history of the organization with our listeners? Absolutely. The history is one of the most amazing things about this organization. And it was one of the things that drew me to it. 60 years ago, we began as Chaldean American Ladies of Charity. And it was a small group of women who got together and said, there's a need. We need to help the poor, the sick, the elderly, provide emotional and economic support to new immigrants who were just coming to the United States. And really that mission and vision is still just as relevant today as it was 60 years ago. And so our mission is to continue and inspire our leaders and our members and our supporters and help thousands of families who are newly arriving in the United States or have been here for some time, but still need a little bit of a helping hand to move forward. And so while many things have stayed the same over the 60 years, we have certainly increased uh, our services. And when we did that, we decided to change the name to United Community Family Services to be more broad-based. Yeah, it's great. So can you tell us what you, how you help people on a daily basis? What are some of the programs and services that you're providing the community? Yes. So we have a wide ranging of services. Uh, the biggest one that people most talk about is our food pantry and basic needs center. So in 2021, we provided 208,000 pounds of food to our neighbors in need. And we also distributed 10,000 items from our basic needs center. And it's a 6,000 square foot warehouse where we have everything from pots and pans to furniture 
and our clients can make an appointment with their case manager and they come in. And so we're able to help them get really a good start when they come to the United States with furniture and their basic needs. We have clothing back there, everything you can really think of. Yeah. I, I, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I, I mean, it's incredible. If, if, in, in, if you haven't seen it, Kristen, people may be interested in wanting to sponsor the, like the food pantry and the work that you're doing can come take a tour, correct? Absolutely. We love to give tours. We do have sponsorships available for our food pantry and we distribute food on the second and fourth Fridays of every month. We are always looking for volunteers to come in that Thursday before to help us prepare each of the boxes and then on Friday mornings to distribute it. Yeah. So, and you're always looking for people to sponsor these programs too. any company that want to work, that want to work, that want to work with you. Absolutely. We would not be able to do what we're able to do without community support. It would not be possible at all. So give us your website uh, email or how do people reach you if they want to work with you? Our website is ucfamilyservices.org and our email is info at ucfamilyservices. So another thing that uh, UC Family Services has launched launched into, and it was actually in the height of COVID, so it was a kind of a tough time to be launching this, but it's still going to move forward, which I'm really excited to be involved in, is the Women's Business Institute, WBI. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Kristen? Sure. That's actually how I got involved with the organization is I uh, took a WBI class during COVID and that's really where I fell in love with UC Family Services and Calc. So uh, Women's Business Institute supports the development of women at all levels of entrepreneurship, business and employment. Our goal is to help women overcome barriers to success by providing access to education, information, resources, and opportunities focused on growth and advancement. And so we're very excited about this and we're very excited, Vanessa, to have you um, helping us with this program. But we are looking to begin hosting small networking events soon. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. And I know there's a lot of interest so far and uh, we'll reconnect on that too, Kristen. So it's a great opportunity for women to learn from each other, support each other, grow with each other in entrepreneurship, or um, maybe they're moving up in their career ladder, you know, going from uh, employee to manager to executive, uh, just a lot of um, kind of networking and support opportunities for women in the workforce, which is great. Um, so it's WBI. So look out, people are going to want to look out more for that. Um, we're talking with Kristen Olmeda here. She's from the United Community Family Services, Caldean American Ladies of Charity with a more than 60 year history. It is the longest running a nonprofit in the Chaldean community. I know that was the first established official 501c3 in the Chaldean community here in the United States. Um, it was started by uh, Bishop Garma, which is actually my husband's uncle, Kristen. I don't know if you know that. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, he helped found it. He actually urged the women to become an official 501c3 more than 60 years ago. Uh, they were operating and then he officially had them establish themselves, you know, le- as a legitimate nonprofit. Uh, which is really um, forward thinking at that time for, especially for immigrants in the United States to have thought along those lines. So, um, you know, um, what else can you share with our listeners about the work that you're doing, you're doing today and how you're getting, how people can get involved? 
Sure. Well, in addition to our food pantry and basic needs center, we do have some other programs that are a great way to get involved. Uh, we have a senior program. So we the goal is to reduce social isolation of our refugee elderly community. And so just this past Tuesday, we took them on a field trip to the state capitol and they were able to take a tour of the state capitol. We are always looking for volunteers to go along with us on these excursions. They are a lot of fun. The seniors have a blast. It's like they're teenagers again. <laughs> and, but we definitely need some chaperones. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Um, so so there's you, you kind of help people of all ages in the community from children to seniors. Yep. Another great volunteer opportunity is we have a after-school tutoring program every Tuesday. We are always looking for volunteers to help tutor and mentor our students. It's a great way to get involved. It's only two hours a week from five to seven on Tuesdays. And for the first hour of the program, the students do their homework and we help them with that. Or if they don't have any homework, we help them in different areas. And then the second hour, we do a STEAM project with them, which is always very fun and exciting. We try and gear it towards the age group. This past Tuesday, they made ice cream. Mm. Yep, the old Ziploc milk and ice ice cream, and uh -huh. they had a great time. Uh -huh. And the week before, we did slime. They learned how to make slime and how combining the different items, they were able to make something. So it's a lot of fun, a little bit messy, but a lot of fun. <laughs> Just a tan mess, yeah. I forbade slime in my house, Kristen, after a while. I was <laughs> When my daughter ruined a brand new comforter because uh, <gasps> she was doing slime in her bed, uh, oh, we forbade yeah. it in the house. We're like, no more slime in this house. So <laughs> yes, I actually learned a lot about slime that night. I didn't yeah. know you could use Elmer's glue and it yeah. was everywhere. Yeah. Yes, yes. It is it's fun, but it is definitely, definitely messy. So Kristen, what led you into the nonprofit world? You got your accounting degree from Oakland University. What led you into the to the nonprofit arena in your career? I really felt that the Lord was leading me to help people. Mm. that I had worked in uh, an office with a lot of people and we were doing software and I just didn't feel like that was my calling. Mm -hmm. And so I, an opportunity arose at Grace Centers of Hope and I took it and I immediately felt like this was what I was called to do to help people. And being able to see people's lives changed every single day is so fulfilling and so rewarding. Yeah. And that is one of the things I love most about UC Family Services is seeing those these families come to us when they really don't have a lot and we're able to see a change with just so little, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And on Fridays, when we're able to distribute the food, everyone is so thankful. But I don't think anyone is as thankful as the staff that we have here, because we are so thankful to get to do what we do every day. And if it wasn't for our supporters, we would not be able to do that. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the sponsorship is really imperative to the work that you're doing that if, if someone's listening and wants to feel compelled to give back to an organization with a 60 plus year history servicing uh, the less fortunate in the community. And I'm sure Kristen will be happy to take you a tour around their building and what they're doing there to show you that your money is being put to good use. Yes, I would love to have anyone who is listening come out for a tour. It's one of my favorite things to do here at UC Family Services. I feel that once you see it, you can't help but fall in love with this community and what we are doing to change the lives of those. Where where is the building located? You could share with our listeners here on it. Yeah, we're located in Troy on Austin Drive. So we're right at 15 Mile Road in Stevenson. So I'm going to go back to what we started talking about is uh, eats and beats. So it's going to include food, music, and art, correct, Kristen? So people are going to have a cultural experience. Absolutely. We're going to have traditional Middle Eastern music. We will have artwork for sale by the local Chaldean artists, as well as the delicious food that is being made by uh, the chefs. Yeah, you want to taste test these recipes because then uh, you'll want to make a lot of these recipes, even if it's something you've never even heard or saw before. The the the, the dishes are delicious, and I have my friends make fun of me, Kristen. It's an ongoing joke. I have a recipe for chai in there, which is traditional Chaldean tea, and um, they all made fun of me when they found out how I make my tea. <laughs> I I will still. Uh, stand by the fact that it's the best way to make tea. But anyway, you have to get the cookbook to uh, learn how to make it. We make our tea traditionally Chaldeans with cardamom, which is called hell in Chaldean. So it's a it's such a yummy way to make tea. I make it almost every day at my house. Kristen, what else do you want to share with our listeners? We have a couple minutes left with you here on It's Your Community. Sure. I would just encourage anyone who's listening to come out to UC Family Services, go on a tour, volunteer, get involved. Even coming to the event on April 28th, it's a great way to put your toe into the waters to see what we're doing here in the community. That's April 28th at Shenandoah Country Club. Uh, and you can go to UC Family Services website to find out more. Kristen, I, one thing I did want to ask you, I, I, I didn't uh, think about this earlier, but you guys have so many testimonial stories of amazing people over the years that you have helped. I mean, you know, I know that those stories are probably on your website too. Do you have anything you could share with us, anything off the top of your head, any family or a kid or anybody that you could share about things that you've done for people over the years? I know there's a ton of them. There are, there are so many, and I can think of a single mother right now with two children. They are both early teenagers, and she came to the United States six years ago and came to UC Family Services right away. We've Mm. been able to help her with food, with basic needs. Her children attend our youth summer sports camp. They attend our tutoring program on Tuesday nights. I probably see her three or four times a week here. She is uh, really just engrossed into this organization and it's great to see she is now giving back to some of the other clients that we have 
And it's a testimonial that anybody can do it. Yeah. You know, I love that uh, example, Kristen, because there are many um, examples of the Kelly and American Ladies of Charity over the years where they paid it forward. They got the help with from your organization and they stayed and volunteered to help other people. So it's a great testament to the work that you've been doing for more than 60 years there. I agree. I could not say it any better, Vanessa. Great. Kristen, thank you so much for being with us here on Itcher Community and sharing with us the story of the United Community Family Services, Kelly and American Ladies of Charity, and all the work that you guys have been doing for more than six decades. Thank you so much for having me, Vanessa. Well, my pleasure. Anytime we'll have you on again. If any questions, comments, show topics you want me to get to, you can reach out to me, Vanessa Denhagarmo. You go to community, um, Epiphany Communications and Coaching. That's my company, Epiphany Communications and Coaching. You can email me there or from my info line. You can also reach out to me on any of my social media platforms on LinkedIn, uh, Epiphany Communications and Coaching on Facebook. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. Love to hear from our listeners and story ideas or guest ideas that you might have. As always, we remind you to connect, communicate, and to collaborate with your community. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. It's your community, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.